Well, Anna Marie, thank you for joining us. We are so excited to talk to you. I feel like it's always um, fun to connect with our leaders during these check-ins. Um, but we've worked together in a couple of different capacities over the years, and um, I've loved working with you, found you to be an amazing leader, and we're both really excited today for others um, to hear a little bit about your leadership style, the way you put heart into how you lead, all of that good stuff. So welcome. Thank you. And for everyone who's listening in um, or watching, could you just share a little bit about your background so they, they know kind of where you came from, what you yeah, do? Absolutely. So I, I had started my healthcare career actually in high school as a receptionist in a medical office. And at that time, um, I, you know, I didn't always have the best in the way of guidance um, in terms of what my career path would look like. But I knew I desperately wanted to help people in mm -hmm. the medical field. So I elected to go to school for social work because um, I didn't think I would be a good clinician. And in that respect, I had opportunities to really learn and grow, um, you know, working with individuals who suffered from addiction, working with individuals with HIV during the heart and the mm -hmm. height of that, uh, that pandemic or epidemic, I should say. Um, and then, you know, really had great experiences working in emergency departments as a patient advocate. My career has sort of been here, there, and everywhere in healthcare. I worked in a hospice for a period of time and then ultimately found my home with Hackensack Meridian at, at Bayshore uh, many years ago, working in overnight shift, actually. Um, which led to a daytime shift, which led to a promotion into a leadership position, and then ultimately going back to school for another degree and mm -hmm. the ability to uh, land at Jersey Shore University Medical Center as the Vice President of Support Services Operations. So very much in line with what my initial passion was, was mm -hmm. to help people. Right. Now I, I get to do it in a way that really makes a lot of sense to me. I support our team members who are very entry level into the organization, mm -hmm. and I also work with some of our most marginalized patients in outpatient behavioral health and the family health center so um, it's been a great journey mm. so what you're telling us <clears throat> is you're an underachiever <laughs> <laughs> school career shifts it's amazing you have an amazing career yeah I, I love my career I wouldn't change a thing good and you are an absolute pleasure to work with you are a very dynamic leader and would like to talk to you about, in this check-in, about how you use your strengths every day with your team. Absolutely. So it's, it's interesting. You know, we come out with this tool, and I do my assessment, and I look at the results, and I was like, wow, yeah, that's, that's actually real. That's me. Mm -hmm. um, so for my, my results and my roles, I was listed as a provider and a stimulator. So, you know, the provider part makes a lot of sense at work, right? I'm taking care of a lot of different people who right. are taking care of the patients at yes. the front line. So um, being able to help them um, to feel safe in that space mm -hmm. and to take some chances with the stimulator part, right? You know, we, we're constantly looking at different ways as a team, as a leadership team, to engage and, and think about how do we do it differently? How do we make this become more meaningful for right. everyone involved. And I think we just sometimes get stuck in leadership and are afraid to take chances. And I've encouraged my leaders to, you know, what's your what's your vision? What are your thoughts? How do you want to do this differently? Uh, and where does it sure. where does it, you know, make sense to you? Um, so we've done some some different things, I think, as mm -hmm. a leadership team. You know, one of the one of the funniest ones that comes to mind is one of my leaders came to me and said, Well, what do you what do you think about, you know, hosting bingo for the patients out of the chapel? This is during COVID, and I was like, well, 
all right, you know, hey, let's give it a shot. Right. And it became one of those things that became part of our culture and our fabric. Mm. And the patients were posting about it on Facebook, and they were really positive about it, and the staff loved it. So I think sometimes in those roles, um, you know, we take the chance to really make sure people feel safe and cared for. Right. And that that translates into great care at the bedside, but that we have a cohesive team approach and that we're not afraid to step out of the comfort zone to take chances with different types of programs and services. That's amazing. And um, the bingo thing was phenomenal. Um, I remember when you first started doing that, seeing it, and I thought, oh, that's so different and so simple, but such an impact, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be big things to make that impact, right? right? right. No. But it's just trying not to live out the definition of insanity every day and let people thrive where they're at their best, where they get to be creative. And good for you for giving your your leaders and your team that space, stimulating, right? Creating that energy where they can live their strengths. It's true. Being a catalyst. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So thinking about some of um, the ways that you lead, some of the things that you do, your strengths, doesn't have to be related to stand out. What's like one best practice that you would want to share? Absolutely. My team and I meet religiously on Mondays at 2.30. It's a quick 30 to 45 minute meeting where we go through the priorities for each week, right? Mm -hmm. What do we absolutely need to accomplish this week? And then give the leaders an opportunity to talk about the other things that they're working on and allow their peers to be able to jump in and help them. So in that space, right, somebody might be really great at doing PeopleSoft related stuff. Somebody else might be amazing at doing, you know, more of the patient engagement component. Right. Someone else might need help writing for a grant. Everyone has mm-hmm. unique talents on the team. And the next thing you know, organically, they're reaching out to one another and saying, hey, you know, can I, can I work on that with you, you know, or can I learn more about that? So by design, we're actually getting people to work at their optimal, at what they're passionate about, and broadcast those skill mm-hmm. sets throughout the team. That's so that's, awesome. I think it's a great practice. It yeah. is. It's excellent. The ability to share with others. Most definitely. And and people, you know, going back to what you were talking about just a few minutes ago about being a catalyst, those meetings, I love the consistency of them each week, but then for people to hear and to leverage each other's strengths is really amazing. Yeah. So, so with that, would love to hear a story from you on how you have leveraged and really put in the heart and soul of leadership into um, an example. Anything come to mind? Well, I mean, there's a a bunch of different things that I could could speak to. I mean, I think some of the things that we've worked on obviously really, you know, are in the day-to-day operational mm-hmm. space and just trying to take, you know, I'll, I'll take a page from your book, Tria, a pebble out of someone's shoe, right? Mm-hmm. How do we make it easier, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's, th- those are the things that we do on a daily basis. But most recently, um, you know, one, one shining example that comes to mind is, is a multidisciplinary approach with some of our wellness programs at the mm-hmm. hospital. So we had an opportunity to collaborate on having a recharge room it was grant funded. It's, right. it's a great opportunity for our team members to really have a space that's carved out where they can go and decompress um, and, and just spend a few minutes taking that moment of self-care. We did some research on it. It was multidisciplinary. It was myself. It was nursing. It was a whole different group of people. Many of my leaders were involved in this right. 
you know, whether it was preparing the room or gathering data, whatever the components mm -hmm. were. And we were able to be published in Jonah. Wow. Oh, for research, cool. right? And so that's, that's really, out, like, to me, that's outstanding because it's taking what we're doing as a leadership team. Right. It's showing how we work cross-discipline and bringing it all together for the benefit of our team members so they can go and pro show up in the right way for our patients. Such a great example. Yeah. And, and we're doing another one on pet therapy. So, oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. There's this great um, meme or post on you know, social media that shows dogs lined up outside of children's rooms in a, in a children's hospital waiting in to go do their work. Oh, mm -hmm. um, Love that. There's such power in um, bringing a dog or an animal into a patient's room mm -hmm. and you, I'm sure you can share, like, you see such a change in the patient. Oh, my gosh. The, the research is startling in terms of what it shows in the reduction of stress and anxiety, not just for the patient, but for our team members. Mm. So we actually um, were working on gathering a little bit more data and slicing it a couple of more different ways just to really show the impact of right, the work. Right. Sometimes people are like, oh, what are you bringing a dog around for? Well, we're doing it because there's a net gain for people's right. well-being. It slows your heart rate. It puts a smile on your face, and it just reminds you to take a moment and just breathe. Yeah. And sometimes in the midst of a busy day, we, we frequently forget to do that. Yes, so. yes. Good for you. That's awesome. I love how you are also adding in the data component. So it's these really engaging programs that people love, but you're saying, and here's the data. And we're going to dig in and we're going to do some research on it. And then we're going to publish it so we can share with others, which I think is a testimony to you and your leadership style. Mm -hmm. well, thank you. I, I think it's, it, takes a, it's a takes the village, literally, right? So we, mm -hmm. we've got some amazing resources on the Jersey Shore team. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't, it's not me in a vacuum. It's all of us together. But the reality is, is when you're open to, to doing things, I think you can demonstrate really great work. And we are a healthcare organization. We should be based in, in right, best practice right. and data and, mm -hmm. and leading the way for others to see us in that light. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's true. it's true. So now we shift gears a little bit and um, talk about you um, and learn a little bit more about you as a person. It's just a fun, what we call heartbeat round, and we kind of get to the heart of Anna Marie. All right, so the first question, and the answer can be anything. So it's a very general question. So let's see what you have to say about this. What is your favorite duo? What or who? Oh, geez. Well, I, 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 I'm going to say that it's my daughter and her lifelong duet partner. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, um, that's that, awesome. That's my absolute favorite duo. Um, the two Jennas, <laughs> they they used to dance together. Uh, big Jenna, as as we'll call her, not my Jenna. Uh, she's not actually a big Jenna. She's shorter than my Jenna. <laughs> just older, <laughs> but just just older. She she's off actually at the University of Delaware and will graduate and go into physical therapy. Uh, she's going to be headed wow. to physical therapy school. My Jenna is just going to graduate high school. But watching the two of them dance together is um, has been a heartwarming and just beautiful experience wow. for me as a as a mom. Um, and as, as a lover of the arts. You know, we could have asked other people that question and never would have gotten that answer. Like, I love your answer. That's so cool. So unique and so, 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 and I watch how you, the pride you take in your daughter and all, in all your children. But, um, so that was a great answer. Thank you. 
All right, so what song makes you want to roll down the windows and sing along? Which one doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I love music of all kinds, uh, so that's a really hard one. I mean, I, I could bellow out anything from, like, Andrea Bocelli to, like, Bon Jovi, <laughs> like, it doesn't, you know, and, and anything in between. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll go with Journey. You know, any, anything Journey or Eagles. Yes, yes. That's what I'll go with. For sure. All right. <laughs> Love it. So while you are listening to this music, and let's say you're eating your favorite ice cream, what flavor is it? Pistachio. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody really, like, it's not the not big popular. popular flavor, but it's so good. It is yummy. Yeah, pistachio. Yes. I love anything with a little nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, a little, I am a little nutty, so <laughs> it makes sense. But yes, absolutely, pistachio. So... Aside from pistachio being in your cup, who or what filled your cup this week? Oh, my gosh. So this week was really, um, you know, it was a great opportunity to connect with a lot of different people. Um, I had opportunities this week to work on on some new grants. That's always Mm -hmm. cup-filling. I had the opportunity to round on some patients that um, were just so appreciative of a few minutes. One of them was personally connected to me, used to work with way back at Bayshore, mm. who, who is now a patient in one of in, in Jersey Shore and just needed a little pick-me-up. And that, that, that brightens my day to Aww. be able to do that. Um, and then I think the other thing this week that really filled my cup was having the opportunity to connect with some students who are looking, you know, for some, some more informal internships and just mentoring and guidance. Um, they're brandy new to their careers mm-hmm. and looking to join a great team and want HMH to be a part of it. So it's always great to make those connections out in the community. Good for you. Wow. You have had and are still having an amazing career, and all of your different positions have really led to the current position that you're in today. And we love hearing how you're leveraging the stimulator role with your team to get ideas, to build programs, and you're leveraging their talents, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I mean, I think, you know, we've, we've done a lot of different types of programs and services. Um, I'll, I'll use my family health center team as, as a shining example of that. When, when we started out in our journey together as a leadership team, mm-hmm. uh, we had 13 different subspecialties represented. And, you know, we had our core clinics. Right. Um, we're seeing roughly 20,000 patients a year. This year, we're on track for 42,000 patients. Wow. wow. With 17 subspecialties. And we That's also, incredible. We also added in the psychiatry fellowship program that we have at Jersey Shore so that embedded in the primary care model are these components of mental health well-being for right, our patients right. that are more vulnerable. Um, so I think, you know, that to me is at the heart of what we do. Mm-hmm. We know that we're reducing readmissions. We know that we're doing great work. But above and beyond all else, we're establishing trust with the community that needs us. Right. And if you want to talk about what fills my cup more than anything else that I do, it's exactly that. Um, being able to be that center for patients who would not otherwise be able to receive care or would maybe have to travel up to Newark for it. Right, right. Um, and knowing that we do that each and every day is, is um, it, it's, you know, we looked for different opportunities. We built a different way of delivering care in an ambulatory space, and we capitalized on the resources we had as a network to be able to pull us forward through it. And the patients are giving great results. And by the way, 
their reputation score went from like a 2.3 to like nearly a four at this point. Wow. In a clinic environment. Right. That's right. Great. Right. So the patients are really telling us that we're, we're hitting the mark. So rounding there is great too, because you know, we just have a great bunch. Well, good for you. That's amazing. Yes. Thank you for taking care of the people who take care of people and for building up the people who take care of people. Your leadership in, in that area is just outstanding. So thank you. And thank you for spending time with us today. Yes. This was definitely a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Anna Marie. Thank you.